Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Skillshot Pincast. I'm your host, Kayla. And I'm Graham. Are you ready for some pinball? In this episode, we're going to talk about Monday Night Pinball, the league formerly known as Pinball Seattle. Modeled after a similar system in New York City, Monday Night Pinball is just about to wrap up its fourth season. For those of you unaware, this is a team league with 14 teams total that stretch as far north as another castle in Edmonds and as far south as the 8-bit in Renton. Rosters are capped at 10 players per team, and every team this season is completely maxed out, meaning that every Monday night, 140 people are participating in competitive pinball matches all over the city. This has certainly had an overwhelmingly positive effect on the Seattle scene at large, and here to talk about the kind of impact it's had and what is colloquially, thank you, (laughs) my mouth doesn't want to make those words, colloquially (laughs) referred to as the Bar League, are commissioners jeff simons and dave stewart welcome to the show guys hi hi this is jeff uh welcome or thanks for having me yeah <laughs> and uh yeah i'm the kind of original founder of the uh of the league and uh i have plenty to say yeah you're kind of the brainchild of it and i'm dave stewart happy to be here thanks for having me i've been running leagues for probably longer than some people that are born in this league <laughs> and i it, great idea. I was happy to be part of it, lend my experience, and I think you know the results are starting to show of what is really possible. Absolutely. So, um, nice. Like it's it's the way it's working out is pretty nice that uh, both of these people seated with us are on teams that are going to the semifinals about to happen this coming Monday by the time not, we hear this. Not quite. See, I smile at that. Jeff oh, doesn't because his team got knocked out. Oh, no, I thought you guys no. I'm so sorry. Nope. We just lost to the Slayers last night. Oh, uh, what a faux pas, Kayla. So, of I course, when, when this gets played, though, this was recorded the day after. The right. That's right. It's, the wounds are fresh. Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. um I'm I'm sorry. Uh, what 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 teams are you on, respectively? Uh, I I play. Uh, I'm captain and the player for uh, Point Breakers at Point Adaball. Breakers. And I am captain of the other Adaball team, which is the Death Savers. See, that's why I thought it was so perfect. I was like, both Adaball teams made it in. I didn't realize you guys played the Slayers, though. Oh, rough. Yeah. <laughs> well, last season we had to play the Death Savers. Oh yeah, at Adaball is is the first round. So <laughs> well, because either way, it's home and away. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jeff, could you just give us like a a quick breakdown of how the team, how the league works, and um, like sure how how you came about the idea of it? Yeah, I mean, I think the idea was kind of formed out of the the fact that Seattle had reached a point where it was no longer just shorties, pretty much that was like the place to go. Right, you had. A few other places opening up. Adabal had been around for a little while. Uh, John John's was open. Um, Olaf's was around. Uh, I believe Flip Flip was Flip Flip in season. They're one? getting on their two. Yeah, it was definitely season yeah. one. They're on their second year right now, uh, so, open as a business. Because I had started as a co-captain at Flip Flip. Yeah, so there's been there's kind of like this proliferation of new places to play, and all all the places were different. They had different games, and they had kind of different regulars that would hang out there. Um, <clears throat> geographically speaking, it kind of made sense. And to say, hey, you know, it would be so cool if we had a team, we could go play, you know, home and away. And uh, it turns out that there had been other leagues that have done this. Uh, you know, there's the New York League. Um, and as Dave also mentioned, that, that he's done some other leagues as well. So, you know, basically kind of coming together with uh, 
those concepts and, you know, originally borrowing from the New York League first year and uh, kind of getting it rolling. Um, and, and so what basically what it is is like, you know, each each bar will have at least, you know, one team, maybe sometimes two if they're if they're a large place that has a lot of uh, people going there. And uh, and those teams, you know, have 10 p- players, um, you know, each week you play. Uh, different teams at different locations. Um, you know, some of your games are home, some of them are away. It's it's basically just kind of like uh, a football season almost. You play once a week. Um, you know, some we've 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 had different structures. Like sometimes we had conferences. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know it's been like recently it's just been kind of this pseudo round robin where it's or partial round robin I guess is what we where like one team sits out from each. There's a couple teams you don't play mm-hmm. during the regular season just because of the length of it. Uh, right. Spring season, we'll see how many teams there are. There'll probably be new seasons or new in the new season. There's already uh, other places asking there's a to have teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was just contacted by Lucky Liquor. Oh, okay, for instance, cool. You know, and they they were asking, hey, you know, can we get in on this? And mm-hmm. uh, I think they have six games or five games. They had or... four the last time I was there, but that was yeah. before their fire. So I don't know if they've had added some since they okay. remodeled from well, the we fire. Can find yeah. that out. They, they had five machines as of last week when I also huh? spoke oh, okay. to someone. And they are willing to put in a sixth machine because they asked me what's the minimum. I mm-hmm. said six. I know the website probably says Just four, six. but that's uh, four working machines. And <laughs> with more matches yeah. going on, we'll probably up the minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it that makes like, sense. This we need season. some contingency plans in there. Yeah, well, with the you have four doubles matches. In, or four doubles games in the first round. But then you have seven singles matches. And seven singles. So if you only have six machines and you're doubling up on at least one yeah. machine, that it's conceivable. I mean, you could have four machines conceivably and just say, okay, there's going to be you know three machines and singles that are always doubled up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that would extend the, the length of the night. Kind of changes uh, some of the strategy as far as like being able to pick different games for different players mm-hmm. and things like that. Um but you know, it's it's just one of those other features of you know, the types, the differences in the venues. I mean, some venues only have you know, like Olaf like has eight games. Yeah, yeah, Narwhal has mm-hmm. eight games. So you know, there's times when you play at those places where a game, maybe even two games, will be down. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when that happens, then you basically uh, you are doubling up on some games. Yeah. You kind of have to compromise. So. I kind of uh, feel like the like when I've played at Narwhal, it's kind of fun to just in singles match go, okay, which game do we not want to play? And then just like work our way backwards. <laughs> and doubling up on the singles games is not too bad because two mm-hmm. singles games right. is like one doubles game. Right. Yeah. Sure. This is why four machines is really the minimum. Mm-hmm. But as we know, on any given night, a machine can go down. Yeah. So, you know, do we go with minimum five so that in case one goes down, we still don't double up the doubles rounds? Or do we go with six, which gives us a margin of two machines? Mm-hmm. So part of it is that margin. Playing with less than four working machines is where the problems really start. Because mm-hmm. then if you have to double up a doubles match, it's just going to start taking mm-hmm. forever. People are going to lose interest. or right. yeah. The, the goal is to be done by midnight mm-hmm. on any given night. Sure. I feel like that's a goal that people have stuck to fairly well. Like sometimes they go a little but, longer, but it's, you know. I, yeah. I've, I've experienced two teams that took a lot longer to make their picks. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, you know, Wait, other than Park that, Breakers one of those teams. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm nodding yes. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is one of the teams. Uh, 
but a lot of it, a lot of the teams were to schedule eight forty-five. You know, they start talking about making picks by nine, shortly after nine, which is the you know the targeted the schedule. You're playing time. the first. You're you're playing your first game, and you know, after that time, you know, if you count half an hour per match, few minutes in between for. Uh, for making your game picks, you have a two and a half hour night. So you start at nine or eight forty-five. You're done by about between eleven thirty and midnight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think all but once, once this year, we finished, you know, before midnight. One time yeah. we finished there, after midnight. There's also a change in the rules for this season, as far as we. This was the first season where we. Well, we, it's the second time we've expanded the number of games that are played in a match, and. We also changed the bonus point rule slightly such that since there's 30 slots for games to be played, like, or, okay. you know, to, for people to fill in, you have mm-hmm. those 30 slots. Everyone, and if everyone plays three uh, times exactly, then it's 10 players three times. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happens is that towards the end of the match, you, your options start going down. It's like, and you, if you do it right, your mm-hmm. last round, then you know exactly the eight players who are playing. Right, it's like a logic par- problem yeah. at that point. Right, You're just like, okay. right. And so you know, we, and we started figuring out towards the end of the season where it's like, oh, you know, there's certain players who are the one, two, threes, there's two, three, fours, you know, there's mm-hmm. going to be one, two, four, one, three, four. There's all these different combos of the rounds that you play. Mm-hmm. And they each have kind of different textures, whether you're offense, defense, that kind of feel. So, or someone that just wants to get out by the th- fourth round and go home. You know? True. Yeah. yeah. Some people. Yeah. Like. We, yeah. There's definitely players, mm-hmm. or they or they get there late and they like, can't even go until the yeah. second round. Like John McAllister on the Soda Jerks will always play the first three rounds because he has to get up early. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I have to. Some of the feedback, you know, being one of the persons recommending new rules probably faster than people can digest <laughs> them. Uh, th- this this is actually one of the latest rules with a combination of the bonus points, which is in a way our way of governing or enforcing equal play for everyone, mm-hmm. combined with exactly 30 slots for 10 players. The balance has been so much greater this year because two years ago before or two seasons ago before we started doing this, we would have a team that would play their top player all four games and Mm. another weak player was only (laughs) playing one game or I even saw in one case didn't play at all. And and because it was it was a detriment to the team to have, you know. Teams want to win, even though there's absolutely nothing on the line except ego. Right. (laughs) People want to win, and they were putting their best players in. Now, with the new structure, it is... You have to sit out around. Your your advantage is if all players play three games, because the bonus points are... You you basically get as many as nine free points, which is 10% of the total point or 9% of the total points available, just by making sure you have the right balance of players which in another way is play everyone. Mm-hmm. And you see it a lot in amateur sports. You know, some players, well, these good players, you know, they're only 12 years old and they play all the time and other players are on the bench all the time. Mm-hmm. We were seeing the same thing and that was completely against what we wanted mm-hmm. in this league where this league was all about participation and not just participation by the best players, but quite the opposite. Get as many players involved in competitive pinball and how do we make it attractive to them? You know, our first couple of seasons, we didn't, you know, we got some interest, 
but the players we most wanted to get involved were the ones that were being benched by their teams. Oh. And interestingly, yeah. when we talked to the captains, it wasn't, you know, they at first say, oh, I was upset. At first I was upset <clears throat> with the captains. It's like, it's up to you to balance it out. Mm -hmm. And consistently I got the same answer. I want them to play. The captains wanted the players to play, but the players were afraid of letting their team down mm -hmm. and would rather not play to let the better player play. They lacked mm -hmm. the confidence because they, they're new they players. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now with the bonus points, by them playing every one of the games that's assigned to them, mm -hmm. they actually maximize their team's points because they're helping earn the bonus yeah. points. And you know, the, one of the best feedback that I got for this the, the change in rules this season has been precisely that, where everyone plays three games, there's no question mark as who might play four, who might, uh, you know, it, mm -hmm. I, I think that's a really nice balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, one other thing as far as like getting that balance and, and having that participation, I, you know, I, I see these players every week uh, at various venues, you know, whether it's in the league or at one of the weekly tournaments, and they're all getting way better. And and every one of them tell me that, like, playing on a team, they learn so much, they get uh, way better, you mm -hmm. know, because they, they're practicing. It's shared they're, they're knowledge, like, too, yeah. And, you, you know, you, you share the joy of winning. Um, you don't have to be an ace player to, to win a match with your mm -hmm. team, and that makes people feel really good. And, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's just being part of a team, I think, is, you know, is really helps people get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, people always get better by two ways, like playing more and watching others. Mm -hmm. So, like, the league accomplishes both of those things for sure and mm -hmm. takes a bit of that pressure off of people mm -hmm. saying, like, Absolutely. well, I'm not going to get first place at this. Like, well, it doesn't matter. Especially, like, um, I think it was season two that you guys kind of like introduced the um, different kind of scoring system where you get – um, you, you're uh, awarded points for your uh, your attempts at, and like so what you've completed in the game. You're mm -hmm. speaking of the bonus points of which you can always tell what events I had something to do with <laughs> because I've been doing this kind of bonus points for like all the leagues I did back mm -hmm. east before moving to Seattle. I brought it into the Northwest show and almost consistently the top players in the country don't like it. <laughs> but most everyone else provides really good feedback. And mm -hmm. what I like about it, let's take the single scoring. It's not just whether you win or lose. If you win or lose, you have one threshold. And if you're very far from that threshold, it's like it's so easy to give up early. Mm -hmm. But instead, you have multiple thresholds because there's three points awarded to the game. If you get half their score, you get one, they get two. If you match the, if you beat their score, you get two, they get one. If you double their score, you get three, they get zero. So you actually have three different targets to shoot for. Mm -hmm. And you, a lot of times we have even matched up sometimes. We talk about league play, you know, do you match player against player? We sometimes will take, you know, against one of the best players on the other team, one of our weakest weaker players, players on yeah. the team. And we say, you know, your goal is one point. And it's not throwing them to the wolves per se. It's, right. Well, yeah. the, it's like you only need to get half their score and to the team that's a win because <laughs> that other player could just as easily get 2-1 or 3-0 right. against even the top players. So you have multiple goals to go for. 
and it just keeps players interested even when it's close you mm -hmm. always have a little bit more to shoot for even when you're losing mm -hmm. you know getting to half their score is a lot easier than getting their full score right. if you seem like you're so far behind and as we've seen in the league how often one point has made a difference oh, we've had a couple of ties we've had yeah. a couple of one or two point matches it really makes a difference well, it's, it's it's nice to have indicative scoring of the way that you compete because it gives people a sense of accomplishment and a sense of pride and trying. Mm -hmm. And for sure, like I've definitely had those moments where and seen people like come up with that and like I played one of the best players in the world and I got a point off of it. Yeah. But, yeah. but like my my internal mantra is always just like even the best players drain at least three times. Yeah, so, and yeah. even and Dave forgot to mention that basically winning. Uh, a point is essentially winning two points because you're getting your bonus. You're, you're point taking for it from the other team essentially. So oh, okay, yeah. They lose one, you gain one. So it's there a net of two. And if you look at the possible outcomes, what Dave was saying, yeah, there, there's three targets because there's four <coughs> outcomes. Mm -hmm. You either minus three, minus one, plus one, or plus three. That's what can happen in singles and, and doubles. It's a little different. You know, we have a bonus point for. Highest so, combined right. score. So each right. each player from the other team that you beat, you get a point. Mm -hmm. And so that goes. that's the same for each of your players. So you can earn up to four points that way. The Then there's another point that is for the combined score, so the team score. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, they're fairly balanced when you think about the fact that we have four. In a, in a doubles round, there's four doubles games, and that's possible of 20 points. And in singles, there are seven singles games, At and those, those right, so it's twenty-one. So mm -hmm. it's very closely matched. Yeah, uh, yeah. Between you know, and that actually balanced it out more than it was uh, last season. So last season, I think it was closer. Well, it was like a fifty percent difference. I think you or got something fifteen or, points on one one round. It was fifteen and eighteen. Fifteen and eighteen. Oh, yeah. it was fifteen eighteen. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was three and six, mm -hmm. right? So I do want to bring up something you may not know, that that doubles format is actually the same scoring that I used in the first <laughs> league I ever created back in Pittsburgh in yes. 1993. Hmm. Getting the so deep cuts that's, that's why That's why we knew there was, there was some quality it, it, stuff there. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was a proven scoring yeah. format. There's still most people who do doubles will just do standard single scoring, 4-2-1-0 or right. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, that just doesn't make sense because a person who wins... It's not a team win. You have one person that can earn, you know, essentially 75% of the points just by, you know, regardless yeah. of what the other player mm -hmm. does. So th this is actually a, you know, better suited for double scoring in my mind. It's not just taking a bunch of singles players and adding their scores. It really mm -hmm. is a team effort because one player at most can earn three of the five points which is, you know, 60% of the points for that game, just slightly more than 50%. They mm -hmm. can't dominate with, oh, one player in the doubles, you know, if you, in fact, the first season where we used the rules that came from New York, you know, New York had, they had this concept of doubles and singles, thank them very much, I think that's, a, that part was great, but the scoring in each game, the doubles was just add the two scores and compare your sum of scores to the other team's sum of scores. So Very one binary. player can get 100% of points right. for a game. And one player can get 100% of the points. So it really didn't matter what the right. other player was. So know, this double scoring right. forces every player, now that every player has to play, if you're going to, what we found is in order to win a night, every player has to be winning some points. Mm -hmm. You very rarely win a yep. night 
because it's the same few players that right. won. You want everything. all your players to average about four points uh, over the course of the night. Um, you need 41 points to tie, 42, 42 to, to win. win. Mm-hmm. So excluding yeah, excluding the bonus points, right? Excluding bonus, but if you which everyone knows, if you max your bonus and you get forty two yeah. points, you win. So mm-hmm. that's you know most most teams figured that out, and and most teams did a very good job of getting max bonus. Um, mm-hmm. Occasionally they would either not have enough players or they'd maybe make a mistake. I heard there was a mistake last night actually in the Death Savers game. Yes, uh, <laughs> Tim Tim Turnay, captain there. Uh, should maybe know also, better. Also, he used but... to play on the New York League, too, right? True. Yeah. Tim is actually the one who um, introduced us to, to Chris in, in New York. Yeah, and, and so we, yeah, he, he helped connect us and get it all set up for the first season. And he's also uh, the one who brought the trophies uh, into yeah. the league. He he knows the guy who makes the trophies, which are these, I don't, I don't, uh, for people who have not seen any, the trophy yet, um, it's currently hanging on the wall of Full Tilt. <laughs> Uh, but it is a uh, basically like a recycled pinball parts trophy, where there's actual like pop bumpers and stuff that light up, and it's, it's really cool. That's awesome. Um, we, we we have plans to actually engrave all the names of the champions on the back or something like that. We we need can to I, do that. Before can I too tell long. a small little anecdote about Full Tilt getting the trophy last season? Yeah. So <laughs> I love you, Brad, but I'm gonna break this open. Um, Brad was so sad and hurt that the slayers didn't get it for a third time he took the batteries out of the trophy no. is like they don't get lights <laughs> i was like, i remember that yeah i remember I t- <laughs> he's like no and he like wouldn't be in the picture when they were handing it over oh, <laughs> wow. and, and that's another total well, facet of teams where it's just like you are so loyal to your one team you can also yeah. consider that the slayers in the, the three seasons that there have been, they've been the champions twice, right? And in the final, in the, the runner-up, the you know, in the yeah. third time, so they're contenders. I for mean, sure. they really have been the most dominating team. I mean, kind of the Yankees. It's, it's hard to yeah. say. Like, I mean, like the, the you know, la, you know, the, the spring season, uh, Soda Jerks obviously, you know, had the perfect season. Yeah, they're kind of the '72 Dolphins of the pinball league now. So <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, and I'm sure every time that that you know first. You know, team or the the last undefeated team takes a loss. I'm sure they're popping some bottle of sure. soda somewhere, right? right, like, right. <laughs> but, yeah. But what one thing, although they are strong teams, it is getting more difficult to them for a combination of reasons. Mm-hmm. We already talked about players on every team getting stronger, but the other thing we have are limits on the number of top players on the team. For sure. example. Entering a team, you can only have one top fifty or top one fifty player, yeah. um, two top five hundred, which mm-hmm. include the top one fifty, and three top one thousand. You can go beyond that. So if you have a, if you have players on a team and their rankings start climbing, they can stay on the team. But can when I... it comes to a player dropping out, they have to replace that player with a player that's not highly ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because if they try and bring a highly ranked player they won't be accepted to the roster. It's part of the rules. So when you do have some top players who want to join, the spots that are available for them are actually on the weakest teams. Mm -hmm. So they go to the weakest teams and those weaker teams start getting stronger. And we have teams... It's like Northern Lights this season. Yeah, it's a really nice balancing act. Northern Lights was not a strong team. Last year, we had Full Tilt 
and they had some problems on the team where they reshuffled, lost a few people, so they had a few openings. A couple of people took a season off. Right. Um, but last Aaron Benningson, you know, they had a baby. Well, that's, yeah. Right, yeah. but last season what happened is one of the two full tilt teams basically got dissolved. Right. And there the te- some of the players went to join the Soda Jerks. But the problem is the Soda Jerks already had three top 1,000 players. Mm-hmm. So the top players on the cone, what was the cone, was the cone heads, heads, yeah. were unable to join that team. So that left Aaron Bendixson out, that left Kevin out. Right. And Jeremy they didn't Edwards. really know where they mm-hmm. wanted to play. But this past season with openings on Northern Light, yep. it's also in Ballard. They went, they joined that team, and so now here was a team yeah, that wasn't pump, strong yeah. last year. Yeah, and, and, they, and their their record does not reflect how strong that team is. I think. I mean, I, you know, well, they made the playoffs. They, they, they made the playoffs. They the did make the playoffs, and they almost beat the Soda Jerks last mm-hmm. night. You're just talking about their win loss. But I'm just saying, yeah, their win loss like yeah. it was not great, but like they made it in, and I think like well, weren't they six five? Or no, they five, ended up uh, I think with five wins. I think that's still playing um, like near five hundred. But the thing is, yeah, I mean, like, we played them there at Olaf's, and that was our worst loss of the entire season. I mean, they just put the beat down on us. Yeah. And, you know, and, and just seeing them in action and, and having those aces join the team was, you know, that's, that's powerful, you know. It's, yeah, those guys were something, they, I, I think because the, no one really knew them as well. Yeah. Starting off, they weren't yeah. taking us seriously. But, I mean, I, like... My captain flip flip. We had a hard time getting yeah. this, and we didn't win any of the, any of those three mm-hmm. seasons. Speaking of flip flip, so another interesting thing this season. You know, we had a new team, right? Yeah, the Pinball Busters, the Ball Busters, the Ball Busters, yeah. Ball, ball, ball Busters. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Uh, they're you know, it's all women, and mm-hmm. uh, they're they're super cool, and uh, you know, it just kind of came together, and and uh, I was really impressed with. How organized they yeah. were. like they they came to me and like we have a rock they submitted a whole roster mm-hmm. like of like maybe eight or nine people they're like we'll pick up one more yeah. and, you know and then they had you know uh, the approval from Flip Flip and everything I mean it, so mm-hmm. that so you know to, to people out there who are thinking of starting a team um, you know or venues that are thinking of starting a team you know find a captain. Who can organize the team and get in? You know, get in touch with me. Um, that's that's really the best thing. It, just it's someone a, to take charge. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need a good captain, especially on a new team. You need someone who can just pull those people together. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen it on some new teams where it's like kind of tough to like keep everyone together. And sometimes, you know, I mean, people get into it, but sometimes that you know they either have you know jobs happens, or, or yeah. there's things mm-hmm. where like you know like and so you know finding that. Building a team takes a little bit of effort and, and For sure. a commitment, and uh, and finding those players who are who are really into it. So yeah, they had asked me originally to join with that team, but I mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it this season. So I subbed right. for them four times, which is the <laughs> max amount of times that I could sub for them. Right on. Um, and I had a really good time with them. Uh, it was yeah. hard. For, the most difficult thing for me was that I'm a lot more competitive than they are, and they're just like pick whatever games you want to play and have fun. I was like, all right. That, so, that, that yeah. was season one for the team. Yeah. Get season two, I'm uh-huh. sure. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder. Well, they, <laughs> I think they came in this season just to get the experience. Yeah. They had no expectations. Mm-hmm. They started playing. Yeah. But I I would imagine that as they start playing more that, you know, I, I've already overheard some players there. You know, I really want to get better before next season. Yep. Yeah, players from that team yeah. telling mm-hmm. me that, and yeah. that tells me that they want 
you know, they they were not the last place team. There was one other expansion team, and yes. not surprising, it's the expansion teams sure, at the right. bottom. It that's, happens yeah. in any sport. Yeah, absolutely, here. it's rough. You're building your franchise, but, yeah. but those yeah. are also the teams that you know. There's a handful of top hundred players on in this team, city yeah. that still aren't on teams. Mm-hmm. So those of you looking that's for true. top players, you know, <laughs> seek them out. They are yeah. there. And you got to convince him to go out on a Monday yeah, night. Yeah, where's Lonnie at? Have we a good time. It's, it's a fun <laughs> time. Yeah, Lonnie, Maka, Jermaine, there's... Oh, I thought Maka was... Oh, he's been yeah. subbing, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, Maka they, does they sub, do. Yeah. They sub at times. Sure. I've never, I've, has Jermaine subbed? I don't think he's subbed. I don't, I don't think that, Jermaine subbed. I don't know that Nicholas he has. Never he, said he, fa- you've got family life, you know, comes into right, play, right. how often... You know, it's a Monday I know what Jermaine tells me. He Like me, he's limited to how many nights a week you can really go out and play. Yeah. But, you know, to switch a night and make it a Monday night to go out, a lot yeah. of people have done that. I know a lot of people yeah. who have switched their work schedules yep. to Absolutely. basically say, you know, no matter I'm what, I'm not on working Tuesday. on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Which, for people who work in the, the service industry, in the service industry mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. It's like, you want Monday off? Right. Mm-hmm. You're willing to yes, work please. Saturdays and Sundays? You'll take, you got it. So yeah. most, <laughs> most people have been able to get that request satisfied, right. but... You know, you mentioned the numbers, 140 players. Yeah. This is every week on rosters with another dozen yeah. or more players who sub, sub regularly right. because they'd yep. like to be on teams, but we were just maxed out. So if we're mm-hmm. being fair to ourselves, like really 160, like, I mean, there's probably we, more than that, you we, know? We can, I believe if we had more teams, again, what's been stopping us is just supporting locations and captains. And... We, you know, I'm with Jeff. It's it's quite likely, I think, that we expand to 16 teams. Yeah. Come, you know. You're at 14 now. Is that correct? We're at 14. And it's so be adding, yeah. we're adding two teams. Yeah. And you know, if you want it, if you want to get on with a the team, there are there are two key things: have a location that already is supportive of it, and basically show up with at least eight players and a solid captain. Preferably, either the captain or co-captain has already played a season in yeah, the league. That's that's helpful. So they yeah. they know what what the rules are, or at least to find some player or player or player or a couple of players who have played in the league to, mm-hmm. to join but the team. It's, if not the captain or co-captain, yeah. you know, re, you can have you know eighty ninety percent new players, but try and get one or two that have played a season. A little bit of experience. It's not required, and if we yeah. have. Two teams that are coming and they're all new players, we'd probably go with the two teams. But if there's three okay. teams that show up, we're only going to expand in pairs so that we mm-hmm. don't have yeah. awkward schedules. Everybody's mm-hmm. pretty friendly in the league too, and I think that you know, for if if there were team new teams that were facing experienced teams, you know, they can kind of ask you know those captains on those teams to like help them out a little bit. And absolutely, um, they would. You know, we, we always have a preseason event where. Like yeah, a we, we get all yeah. It's a scrimmage, so you kind of learn the flow of the of the matches. It's kind of a crazy, yeah, <laughs> crazy you, night. Usually, there's but, usually but like seventy what, or eighty well, people at that. But if you have know. two new teams with nobody who's ever yeah, played, you know what the, and, the idiot who does a bit. schedule will probably go and have them both play together <laughs> right. on the first on the first week, <laughs> of course, right? Yeah, you, you know that's you know that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. We try and balance out the schedule. Dave, Dave uh, is the schedule master and. Uh, we, we we have some algorithms and things that we run to, to test like what's going on with the <coughs> schedules and, and also to to look at the past seasons and say, Oh, have you played here a lot or there a lot? Who or who have you played a lot? 
um, and then try and balance it out the best we can. We, we look at the biggest, you know, discrepancies. Like if someone's mm-hmm. played at home three times against some other team, then obviously we got to flip that, you know. So we address that first. Um, and then, if, you know, if versus if someone is only like one different, right? So as long as we can get it mostly balanced out, that's that's kind of our goal. And so, you know, we can, we can always shuffle around like which teams fill which slots in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of another trick that we use to just try and get it to balance out. So Well, there are other constraints, though. If you've noticed... Um, several locations we have five locations with two teams those two teams never play both at home the same week mm. except yeah. when they play against each other you got sure, the subway so, series so that yeah. that mm-hmm. actually creates a significant constraint on yeah. the schedule <laughs> uh we try but you know i wasn't able to accomplish it totally yeah, but tricky. for teams that are playing both teams at the same location we tried hard to make that how about playing one of them at home, one away? Unfortunately, that was one of the constraints that I had most trouble filling. And, but I was able to get it to the point where you you wouldn't play, you know, two teams from the s- same location, both away or both at home more mm-hmm. than one. You know, more than once. So mm-hmm. you might do... There was, I mean, the Slayers yeah. played at Adabal twice this regular season. Right, but that was the only location they went to twice. The point right. is that... They wouldn't right. go to there twice, flip they wouldn't them twice, go to, and another castle to like twice. Eight twice or something. So that was a constraint that I was able to get. But mm-hmm. but there was just, probably some team, like there were probably two teams from one of the locations that both played away at Shorty's, right? I mean, like there is like there's there's weird stuff like that that happens too. Where it's, the, yeah, yeah, it, there, it goes both ways. The constraint. There's a lot of constraints we impose on the schedule to try and keep I think, it balanced I think both eight big teams did play at, at uh, Shorties this year. I, I'm not sure, but right, no, that that can happen. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's against different teams, and right. in fact, they probably also played at home. But we're trying not to have the same teams always play at the same location. Right. So we do take the previous season into consideration as well to try and balance it out. Sure. And, and that's one of my favorite, sorry to interrupt you, Graham. That's cool. um, it's one of my favorite things about the league is that uh, you get all these players that, like like you said, are the be, at the top of the episode that kind of like stick to their home bar. Like yeah. like Jared Gamble's always going to play at Adabal. Like <laughs> you ever see you know Jared at like the 8-bit? No, that's weird. Well, here he is playing, you know, <laughs> just as a, an example. Like it just gets people out of their comfort zone a yep. little bit and it gets kind them to yeah. yeah it's the melting pot of pinball yep. yeah and it helps to promote some of the, like the weekly tournaments and things too because if you know that you're playing a game at flip flip on monday you're, gonna go you're to probably gonna play the thursday right so if you know uh-huh. you're out of ball you're probably gonna yeah. play the wednesday john jumps on tuesday i know i would i would see some another people castle at the flip saturday flip. yeah i would see some people at my flip flip weekly i'm like what are you doing here like oh we're playing on on monday i was like oh okay because you never come in yeah <laughs> So I, I know it's kind of late in uh, this discussion to ask some basic questions. Sure. But, uh, aside from this conversation tonight and a handful of, uh, not a handful, many, many, many anecdotal conversations over the last couple of years with friends that are in the league, like I'm, this is mostly new information for me. Uh, so this is all very fascinating, <laughs> and I'm excited to hear about the ways that you have set up parity with, like, kind of franchise players, you know, that you can designate, uh, or it's, yeah, it's kind of like a franchise sort of, uh, yeah. des- player yeah. or, like, Your salary cap sort of. Team, yeah. yeah, exactly, or the way that expansion teams are, are set. So I've got a couple questions regarding that. So so how many teams were there for the first season? Was, the first season was, was eight teams. Eight, okay. eight teams? Yeah. Okay. So it was very small. There were two conferences of eight teams. And in that, 
Yeah, eight teams total. Well, yeah, four, you have two. two co- sorry, you have two conferences teams. and four. Okay, yeah, yeah. And within each conference, you play each team twice, once home and away. So that's kind of a different thing that we do that we did then, and that, you know, then we added uh, for season two. Do we add two two more teams? That was when we Full Tilt tw- came in. Yeah. We or do we go all the way? We 12. went all the way to twelve. Didn't we went we? eight to twelve. Yeah, we went to eight to twelve. So we went. We went. We yeah, we stayed blew at it up. twelve two seasons and okay. went to fourteen. Yeah. So there were there were a bunch more teams in season two. Um, and that, and then in that season, it was weird because we had three conferences. We had like a north, south, and oh. central, and uh, it was so that was weird too. But it was still kind of a similar concept where it's like if you win your conference, you're in, and like and then like so, there was sure. sort of a wild card. So here, here's the, the difference between a conference approach versus what we have this season, which is yeah. round robin and, the, and season mi- three minus minus two weeks because we only had really eleven effective weeks. Round robin, we'd need 13 weeks to do it. Mm-hmm. So basically, the last two weeks kind of don't happen. We just go to playoffs. But there's a fundamental difference between them because when you play at home, you have, we've seen in the stats, a significant difference. You talk about home field advantage because of pinball machines and the amount you play at home. Home field advantage is significant. Absolutely. So it's when you huge. have conferences, the basic concept of conferences, you see this in football and all the major sports, hockey, baseball, you're going to play at least home and home against other conference teams, uh, home and away. Right, yeah, you play this at way, least twice, yeah. This way, it's one thing where someone might come to, you know, they might come play you and you have the home field advantage, but then you go play them and they have the home advantage against the same team sure and you can really see do you sweep both or do you split right. one one or do you lose both and so there's a there's an interesting dynamic to when you do a conference and you have a handful of teams where you do home and home or yeah. home and away except that when you do that you know since total number of weeks we have in the season we're trying to keep you know we're at 11 we're trying to think 10 to 12 because you think about a fall season and the spring season sure we don't want to do and in the summer it's too nice in Seattle. People don't want to be <laughs> at the leagues. Breaks between seasons plus time for playoffs and all that kind of effectively give us about eleven or twelve weeks. So how do you play you know, if we go up to sixteen teams, you're not playing unless we have a fifteen week season, you can't play no. every team. No. So how do you start balancing schedules? You know, the the NFL has the exact same issue. You don't play every team in fact every major league sport. They get a bye week, right? Yeah. Well, it's not the bye week. It's more the issue of you have your conference and you play more games, but against other conferences, you only see them once every other season or or once every two or three seasons. I see. So as we grow, we'll probably have to go back to some kind of conference approach like that. I mean, if we go to 16 teams, it's it's conceivable that there could be either eight team comp, like two conferences of eight. Uh Uh-huh. Or, or four or four, or four, or four yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Because I mean, if you play if a four <laughs> a fourteen conference, you play six games in that conference, Metro and then division. that leaves another five weeks to play teams from other conferences. So you probably play, you know, a couple from each or one from one. You know, somehow bounce it out so you play at least a little bit from each other conference if we could manage that schedule. So that's a whole another scheduling nightmare. But uh, basically, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people really like the round robin format. They they yeah. tell me that they love playing all the different teams. I mean, like even at the end of season two, we were debating it, and people were saying, "Yeah, we, we'd want to play more teams, and we don't care if we have to play them away, and that's it." I mean, it's rough. I mean, if you have to go play like full tilt at full tilt, 
You know, sure, <laughs> so that's been, a rough match. They've been yeah. beaten at home, though. No. They oh, not well, not not the Soda Jerks. I think Coneheads lost in the playoffs yeah. once, but not uh, not the Jerks. No, I don't. I don't think they've ever lost at home. Oh, okay. So, have there been franchises that you mentioned Coneheads, and I don't see them on the list? They, they were dissolved. only in season two, and okay. then mm-hmm. yeah, they dissolved for season three, and then the remnants of that kind of went to Soda Jerks. Okay. And then the other remnants of it rejoined the league this season with the Northern Lights. Um, other team, there used to be te- different names like the Wrecking Crew used to be known as Ellipsis. Kayla, who yeah. was on that team, uh, was one of their captains. Yeah, and uh, I won't talk about it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, but uh, you know, it's uh, it was so, really fun though. I yeah. miss that team There's, a lot. Dave's team has had three different gone. names, so. Yeah, we actually had the same name two seasons in a row now, so I think we might. It's stick finally to stuck. It. Okay. It's, it's, what is it again? The data it? savers. Death savers. <laughs> Dave savers. Yeah. The Dave savers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I guess you know another thing that's kind of exciting, you know, just for a second to think, you know, I mean, we just had the quarterfinals, um, it, you know, and speaking of the home field advantage, every single home team won. Uh, it's Weird, a, you know, huh? it's, I mean, you, when you think about it, it's the four best teams at home, what's, you know, that's, that's what I would expect to happen, but usually there's like maybe one upset. Do you, you know that that just happened in baseball this last summer for the first time ever? Really? Like, all yeah, the top seeds just won all the yeah, way? Yeah, everyone won their home games for the first time uh, ever in wow. 2015. So, wow. like... It's you know, right. yeah. But that's so also a difference. A lot, winning, yeah. You know, they'll play multiple games. Here, it's you know, our playoffs is closer to football. It's one right. one You're, match. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not a best of five, so. best of seven. Yeah, exactly. I mean, gotcha. so next, I mean, next week we've got a couple cool matchups. I mean, we got you know, the the Slayers are going down to play the Specials at eight bit. You know, oh, and mm. that is going to be tight. I think it's going to be really tight. Um, you know, the, the the Slayers are awesome, obviously, and. The specials, you know, they came into the season uh, in season two, and they have just been rising Dude, every season. Dude, they rock so much. The, the specials were the ones who upset the Coneheads in season two mm-hmm. in the first week. Um, and, you know, I think this season, you know, it, it you know, I don't know. I, I can't really call that match for sure, but that's going to be a tight one. I'm going to tell you it's going to be the loudest match of all Pinball <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Because they're the two teams that love to shout their names. True, true. <laughs> the, you know, the, 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 uh, and back up in, in Ballard, we got, you know, Full Tilt, Soda Jerks. Uh, they're hosting uh, Dave's team here, the Death Sabers. Uh, it, again, you know, another tight match. Um, you know, the Death Sabers have played at Full Tilt earlier this season. Actually, um, we did not play this season. You didn't play them there this season? Nope. Oh. Last season, then? Well. We we, play, we played last season. You didn't play them at all, did you? Uh, not even at all, That was right? one of oh, the two wow. teams we did okay. play this oh, season. Oh, well, lucky you well. guys. Um, <laughs> so, last season, when we played the Coneheads, we were the only team to have actually gone into the fourth game where the Coneheads hadn't wrapped it up. Wow. Yeah, wow. So, we, we have, you know, we've done okay. Yeah. And well, by the time people listen to this, they'll probably already know the results. That either we won or we didn't. So. <laughs> that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, this is a so. Is it just uh, semifinals next week and then finals the week after that? That's right. There... Yeah. That's right. Okay. And so then uh, there'll be a, a holiday party. It's all wrapped up. Oh, cool. Well, there there's a holiday Should party. Predictions. Uh, the, the 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 Slayers are hosting the uh, annual holiday Slay- party. Yeah. The Slayer Christmas. Yeah, so that that is going to be Slayer the week the, the week yeah, after the ring, final. Is, I believe yeah. it's the twenty first of December coming up here. So you know. Okay. So if if this comes out before that, then you know all the people can go and 
party and have fun. Mm-hmm. Where it's Monday, December twenty first at Charlie's. Bl- yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's kind of a you know it's kind of a uh, they you know they kind of host. It's a big. It's for anyone really. You don't have to be in the league or whatever. You can come down and it's any anyone who's into pinball wants to come hang out. So buy them shots. They they want <laughs> right. <to> know. <laughs> so, so yeah, Kayla Kayla brought up uh, predictions. Yeah. Because really? Do you guys want to go on the record? Uh, this will go out two uh, days after the finals have wrapped up. And ooh, here we wow. are with with the semifinals yet to play. Dave is still in. So I don't That's know. Right. Our prediction is Death Savers win it all. <laughs> you would be remiss uh, to not say that. I, I would say that, I mean, you know, the gambler in me would say that. Um, I'm ready to squirt water on you. You're, you're at a ball, remember. It's going to be, it's going to be, I, I think somehow, you know, I think the specials may actually pull it off at home. We've talked about the importance of the home, but you know that the Slayers, oh, yeah. they're pretty, they're they're not, a tight team. They're not bad on the road, so mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it, it, I think that might be, it might go to specials. Uh, I, I don't know, but you know, the Slayers, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. They they just they just beat us last night. They looked really sharp, you know. So it's it's really hard for me to say exactly, but you know, and then you know, let's say the Death Savers. Oh boy, I don't know if I want to say anything. We're, we're the, you know, you, you can, we're the, we I really feel like the Death Savers, I actually, I feel like the Death Savers could pull it off. But, you know, so there could be Death Savers and specials in the finals. Um, the finals are going to be at another castle. Okay, so it's like Super Bowl, like there's a designated yeah. location Well, it's, it's, it's usually specified as a neutral location, so yeah. it has to be someplace where there's no finals teams involved. So, so would you actually change it if it turned out? If there was another there. castle team in the finals, then they would not have the finals there. Oh, okay. so it's safe okay. right now. Yeah, but we've, we've talked about actually having like something like the Super Bowl where like season to season a venue... Just declared ahead. Yeah, we would just rotate through venues and we would just know... So if you could theoretically like get that first seed and get into the finals and like be Just at home the whole way, yeah. So I don't know if that's too much though. So <laughs> we, I don't know if we'll do that or not. It might always be a neutral location, um, but yeah. So the, you know the the finals. If it was Death Savers specials, add another castle. Wow. I like that <laughs> idea. <laughs> I, I I like Death Savers. I, I have. I'm just gonna say that because Dave is like gonna. I know he's looking. He's gonna like hit me or something if I don't say. I don't know. He's piercing in the commission's eyes. Plus, I got. I got. I got a rally. Look at this. I got a rally for Adabal. Yeah. Wearing Adabal. Uh, I, I got. Right I got to support Adabal. I think. I think it's gonna be Death Savers the whole way. All right. There we go. So. So that uh, raises another question for me. For for the teams that have. Uh, the mutual, like, you know, the same field. The, you know, the Giants ground, and the Jets yeah. play in the same uh, field, their uh, Metro life or whatever it is. Uh, anyway, like, are you guys, do you consider yourselves like in, you know, there aren't conferences this time around. Are you are you simpatico for the most part? You guys are kind of there with each other or are you like <laughs> well, more regional rivals? Every, every season we have a, uh, we, we arrange it so that every place that has two teams has a, uh, a, a what we call the Civil War or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, is you know that we we uh, we really take that seriously like like that's one of the, the matches that we most want to win. Who's Absolutely. top dog at this one? Yeah, yeah, and uh, we won this season, but Ooh. you know this was the first time Ooh, in a while, fired. as far as I know, that we were home. <laughs> like it matters. Uh, it does. No, it does. Even, it does. Even even though we both know we the know games, the, well, the, the we get to pick picks, last, yeah. and uh-huh. I think that's okay, key. So home field does get that advantage yeah. too, where they pick okay, the games so last. Yeah. The yeah. Also, the so in the, the finals, that will matter. Whoever mm-hmm. the higher seed is right. will be and the home the, team at that venue for sure. And then the team that 
picks last uh, or picks the games plays first on the game. Right. So okay. if like if Graham, you and I were on opposing teams and I picked the game, I would have to play first, and you would have the last ball advantage. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Well, this is all extremely fascinating stuff. Monday nights are one of the few nights that I'm locked into a weekly thing. I've got band practice, <laughs> yep. but uh-huh. if that ever changes, like. I would love to. Totally. You should sub. I, yeah. I gotta say, Alexa asked me to sub a couple weeks ago, and oh, I was nice. so flattered, but I wasn't able to. I got to so. say, too, that um, I've subbed, I think, seven times this season. Awesome. Oh, wow. so, yeah. And, but I've like uh, played for the Soda Jerks and against the Soda Jerks. I've played for <laughs> Narwhal and against Narwhal. Right? So I've seen them and then be like, hey, I thought you were on our team. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to say something about sure. subs because that is, that is something that we have, you know, we brought this in, what was it, one or two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. I, I guess two seasons ago. Because season, first season was like... But Maybe what, it was two seasons ago. <clears throat> one of the, you know, there, there's a couple of reasons, you know, we have sub rules that we are in the process of revising. I think... I think they're good, but mm-hmm. we can we're going to be making them a lot better. So you know there are some changes coming to it. Yep. What one of the key things though with subs is first of all with the teams at ten players. I know when you know when we had the first season based on the New York rules, they had ten players of which you needed four to show up, so and it's because players. on any given week we don't know if you might have four people or six people. We kept increasing the number of games per week. Because most teams always had eight to ten players showing yeah. up, but the sub rules allow you that even if you do have, you know, people have lives, people travel, mm-hmm. it allows every team to still have ten players every single week to maximize their bonus points to get, you know, to basically have the ability to earn as many points. So it helps the teams to be able to have a full team, but it also helps players who are not ready to commit a full season either because of obligations like band practice or mm-hmm. like um, you know family or whatever but you want to try it out or you want to play sometimes or you may only find out about the season halfway through and it's too yeah. late to join the team it gives you a chance to play a little bit Get your and feet wet. most players who become roster players sub for a team before that so yeah. they got a sense of it they knew they got along well with the team so it's a great way for bringing in new players um, the key thing we're looking for, which has been, you know, these are not final rules, but to give you an idea of some of the things being discussed among captains and commissioners is right now we have a limit. You can only sub for the same team for four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Four, However, time, four times. Well, four times. Row, yeah. Not four weeks in a row. Four times for that team. Mm-hmm. We're looking at trying to lift that. So if you want to sub for the same team seven times, eight times, you're allowed to do so. It may provide some constraints that, for example, that you can only play in the playoffs for that team. Gotcha. You can't suddenly, you know, because we don't want anyone taking advantage of the sub rules to try and jump teams and say, well, if I'm a sub, then in the last few weeks I can go join the team most likely to make mm-hmm. the yeah. playoffs. We don't want that. We want teams to be bonded together. And we experienced it on our team, many others. Yeah. We had a sub who had played four times and was available to sub one more time, but the rules prevented them from playing mm-hmm. as well. And they, you know, they enjoyed subbing. And so there are they, weird cases where sometimes like people, like, like people won't realize that someone has already played four times. And then, yeah, you know, so it's like, it's, it's as a, you know, as a captain, you have to kind of see who's playing 
and figure out if there's illegal subs or not. And you know, it's, it's or like I had a weird tricky, thing but, like captaining flip flip second season. There was a guy that was like 19 years old, right, from the another castle team, right, and I like that. since everyone plays at bars, but some of them are all ages right. until a certain time right. or whatever, or full tilt or whatever. Like we yeah. have to kind of put like a 21 plus cap yep. on that because there you like you can't be on a team and have to play at Narwhal and right. add a ball that are 21 and up and not be able to lot in. The, this yeah. is this is considered a bar league right. and there it is a 21 plus yeah even if uh, location allows eight you know 18 year old or mm-hmm. or under 21 let's say um they still cannot play in the league even at one of those locations yeah. that, right. that's j- just for fairness because we have some top players in the area who are under 21 yeah you know, some of the best players have become over 21 now, so they are in the league. Like yeah. Kevin and it's Raymond. conceivable know, that there could but, be like a. But you've got like the the t- Brandon Tibbetts, who's another yeah. top player yeah. in the Michael state, Tibbets, but he's yeah, he's this, still under 20. It's conceivable you could have Harding. a junior league or something like that, where you know people who are under 21 could go and play sure. at, at these locations that are under 21, and or maybe it would just be one the location, and when there'd be like smaller teams, maybe I. Yeah, you know, there's other game. there's other things that could happen. I just you know I mean, but, but that's it, not Monday night pinball. No, yeah. it's not Monday night pinball. It's not Monday night pinball. Twenty one plus. So, no. Monday night pinball is shot. Farm leagues are, <laughs> yeah. are a little ways away as well. Yes. Right? No. Yeah. 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 That, you know, but I, I think just in general, own. team team <laughs> pinball is certainly different than you know individual pinball. You know, it's it's a different kind of thrill. Uh, it's it's different kind of feel when you're playing, and uh, I think you know it's really it's really kind of uh, brought brought a lot of fun to to the city. And it, it is sometimes even though there's like no prizes on the line, the ego. You know, we talked before the episode about the pressure. Oh, it's it's less pressure. I've actually you know as someone who competes nationally, internationally, I have sometimes experienced more pressure. <laughs> in this Monday night yeah. league because I have a whole team that I'm playing this last game and if you don't score your team yeah. loses and they expect yeah. score you win yeah. but you're Davies Where, too you're yeah they expect the him to do good they expect <laughs> him to kill it whereas yeah. when you're playing in an individual tournament they expect me tournament, to kill it too but I'm yeah. not yeah. Haley Kim Yo, Casey had the bad there yeah. <laughs> yeah when you're in an individual tournament like a Wednesday night at Adderall right. everyone wants you to lose anyway so if you lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they want the underdogs to win so right. there's not you know it's very different. The pressure situation can happen, and I've seen it happen to all of the players on my team, on other teams. But one interesting thing is most players are getting better at it. You're True. seeing more clutch yep. play every single week, even yeah. you know, and that carries, not just that carries the into the tournaments players. too, like into yeah. the weekly tournaments. You carry that kind of confidence. Someone's gonna be like, because uh, oh, you get used I'm to that Lorna pressure. Aquino. Sorry, fresh. This probably a player last week at pinball league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of emotions on the line. Like I've had some of the worst fights with my friends and some of the best times with my friends because of being on Pinball League. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. I think Thanks, maybe guys. it's time to play a mini game of our own. I would just though. like Ooh, to yeah. okay. I want to apologize to our listeners outside the Seattle area if this is too mucky or like just You know, at the same time conf- confusing confusing. I've, I've got probably feedback. a lot of names thrown around yeah. that people have no idea. Absolutely, yeah. It's very <laughs> like, you know, a lot of our stuff is Seattle centric because, you know, we're We live here. Exactly. We're a Seattle pinball zine. We're a Seattle podcast, and we're a Seattle pinball scene. So you got questions? Uh, email us. But uh, yeah, absolutely, and we're happy to. And and I think in the future we're going to try to tackle more like how to play specific games than, yeah. than we have in the last little while. But but at so, the same time, um, like 
I've also gotten feedback from some folks saying, hey, I want to get more into the nitty gritty and like specifically asking about Monday Night Pinball and talking about it more. So like we're actually giving our audience what they want right so, now. Right on. So, that's worth. so ju- just speaking of that, I know a lot of cities have this interest yeah. of team leagues. Portland just started one. New York had cool. one. There's a few others. Chicago. And, you know, knowing all the different, oh, that's right. yeah. know, knowing all the different rules, we... We've set up. A, we, we have set up a, the, the rules. They're all on our website, MondayNightPinball.com, and you can. You're welcome. To take the rules. The score sheets are there, so you can pull off the score sheets. It's an Excel it's sheet that you source. can fill in. Mm-hmm. And if you want to set up, mimic the league. You know, we'll be happy to answer questions. Yeah. We're not. We're, we're, we have nothing to gain, but also nothing to lose from absolutely. others using uh, these formats and. Yeah, we, we, we also we also built the software that runs basically builds the website. Um, you know, we can we can probably share that. You know, it's not, you know, or eventually open source it or something like mm-hmm. that. So uh, we we have actually a group of uh, local, uh, you know, te- techno mm-hmm. developers and things. You know, and uh, we've been talking about building. You know, kind Wait, of a in new Seattle, system. you have developers. That seems right, so strange. Right. <laughs> And a lot of them like pinball. Go figure. So uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's so like we have a lot of people who are very interested to help and make it a lot better. You know, and so I think we're in the process right now of kind of designing that and thinking about it. And uh, I think that's gonna be an ongoing process it, too. It, it's yeah. tough to like run and do the like weekly like league you know stuff and 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 also you know and just everything else in life and and you know still have time to like actually work on the code but you know because there's there's a lot of just like you know dave dave spends you know time Mm -hmm. kayla kayla did it last season as well as like transcribing score sheets Mm -hmm. and so we want to have like a a, an electronic digital system of some sort um that you know so we we have kind of a vision for it and uh, it's just kind of a matter of of actually sitting down and coding it word for sure well, okay. One more, one more question before we play in that game. Um, <laughs> so, so we talked about Lucky Liquor earlier. So, is, assuming that you'd like to get to a nice, clean sixteen next season or the season right. after that. So, wh- where where are you looking to open franchises? So, well, it's not where we're looking to open franchises. But what are prospective? Especially demand. Right now, Vidiot is a prospective. Uh, they are aware of the league. And they are actually thinking about it, but one thing is, can they? They're not sure if they can get players. So if you want mm-hmm. to play in West Seattle, drop by Vidiot, uh, talk to the owners, or contact us. We can give you contact information for them. They would love to get a team going. They just, you know, that strong captain, the person who can just lead and make it happen. That's what they're missing right now. Because mm-hmm. if they had that, they, you know, they've got the location. They they expanded recently. You know, well, they expanded. They moved to um, the location right behind them, which was Benbo Room oh, or yeah, something Benbo. like that. Mm, yeah. And they expanded. They're cool. up to 10 machines. Machines are in excellent yeah. condition. It's good to hear. So they're ready What's to go f- as far as the location. They just need the captain to drive and get players, but they would yeah. like to do it. So oh. we have at least two candidate locations. Yeah, that, oh, what about, what's, isn't there like a place, a new place on Capitol Hill that has a bunch of games? Or that? Or, is that not quite together yet? Or? There's a new place in South Seattle that's called um, Barton. Was it yeah. Barton Fing or something? But I think you're thinking about the new uh, Full Tilt in Couple Hill. Is Which that what you're thinking is, about? Oh, I heard, yeah, I heard that's not. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. They're probably going to be a f- 
months away. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I mean, there's also like there's talk. You know, the Silver Ball Saloon could theoretically be open by the next season. Yeah. Raygun Ray Lounge on apparently has six games now. The Raygun Lounge. That's so the one. They could. Yeah. yeah. So this oh, one. Okay. So I mean, if we if we allowed places with six games, I used to in, work in that building. <laughs> that's kind of tough though, because you know we we still prefer eight or more games. Sure. For, well, the you know. the difference though is probably going to be if we have two candidates, one has six machines. And the other one is like totally fine with the location. We'd probably take that. If there's three teams that want to join, right? If you're asking what's going to, you know, a decision's going to be made. It's not a flip of a coin. It's going to be who's got the better location, the better support of location owners, and, and, more and the more de- the, the more dedicated teams. Yeah. So we're going to look at all of these factors and basically, yeah. I doubt that we expand more than two teams coming sure. this coming this spring but i've completely see two teams what we don't know are which two Mm -hmm. so this is also for anyone listening to this locally who believe they can put together a team find a location uh the one thing we will not allow is a third team at an existing location yeah i think that's way too much so Mm -hmm. you're limited a location is limited to two teams so it is possible to get a second team at a location but if there are three teams and two are new locations, one's a second team at an existing location, there's a good chance we'll take the new location. Sure, that makes so sense. Th- this is just the criteria is not set in stone. It's more us and a few other captains will discuss it yeah. and you know, weigh what, what are the benefits. The goal is to get more people involved. And the yeah. more locations that are involved, the larger the, you know, there's a lot of locals that hang out at those places that we want to expand to. That's well, the last couple seasons too. We've had some. Sometimes a team will dissolve. Um, you know, we, the Coneheads. That's dissolved. right. We have three expansion Bumper teams Buddies this season, dissolved. not two. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been a couple teams that dissolved, and you know, I, I have not heard anything so far about any teams dissolving this season. So chances are, yeah, that the 14 teams will all return, uh, and likely we would probably add two. Um, cool. And, you know, it's, it's conceivable we'd add more, but it's unlikely. When does the next season officially start? When's the preseason scrimmage? When do right. if for new teams that would sign up? What's their what's deadline their timeline? Yeah. yeah, right. The, the preseason would probably be the first or second Monday of February, um, and then the, the and I'll probably push for a week earlier than that. <laughs> well, <laughs> a, a the next thing it, we didn't we're not going to lose a, a Monday for four twenty in in the spring season next year like right. we did this year. Yeah, um, actually four twenty will be on a Wednesday. Are that, you that's serious? Very interesting. Oh my um, god! Uh, but because uh, daylight savings, oh, so push yeah. it an extra day. No, forward. I think it's for the leap year. Le- leap year. Yeah. Leap, yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. leap like, year, not daylight savings. That's yeah. gonna be the most ridiculous 420 tournament of all time. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they all they all seem to get crazier and crazier. Uh, so yeah, so we'll probably like the the first the preseason. You know, would probably be about the first or second Monday of February. We have to see exactly. We usually start after, the, like the Monday after the Super Bowl is usually preseason, um, and so usually to have be, even be considered to have a team, you should probably get in touch with us. You know, this month or at least in January, like the first part of January. Okay. Just uh, do it now. Yeah, yeah the, the sooner the better. This, I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah. By the time consider, this comes out, yeah. it's, you should definitely yeah get in touch with us uh you know as soon as you can so the website is monday night monday night pinball.com and all the contact information is there if so for some reason you can't find it you can always get a hold of us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com and we will point you in the right direction absolutely we will 
Uh, anything else before we play name that game? We'll do plugs at the end one more time too. But if there's uh, anything I'm, else, I'm re- you want to play? <laughs> I could play, but I'll lose. I'm not oh, come really, on. really? Worry. Okay, you you, <laughs> yeah. you are probably know more pinball games than anyone in the I room. I know. That's what I was thinking. That's yeah. not one of my strengths. <laughs> All right. Well, well, here we go. Well, okay. If I can beat Dave Stewart at this, I can beat him at anything. <laughs> how, how do we play this game? So, okay, so, so how, how we're gonna play is uh, I'm going to play. Just brief, isolated sounds okay. from a pinball machine. Cool. Sound effects, musical scores, what have you. <coughs> I've, I've picked them out ahead of time from one game. I've ordered them in what I think might be roughly from hardest to easiest. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we'll stop after each sound. If you have a guess, you're welcome to make a guess. You get one guess, and uh, we'll move on. One guess overall, or one, one guess, guess per sound. One guess per sound. Per one sound. guess per yeah. sound. So I've got. But then uh, write it down and show it to Graham exactly. and not each other, so it, that we don't spoil it. Yeah. For the so other if somebody gets it, the other two can, or you know, so on and so forth, and okay. keep guessing. So I've got a pen and a pencil here, a couple scraps of paper. You think you've got it? Uh, here. Hey, I'll we're just... not using skill shot issue this time. Yeah. <laughs> Give me these, and let me see if I can find another pen. I can always use Is there a surface to write on there? Yeah. I guess I could use my phone, yeah. All right. There we go. That's fine. All right, Kayla, I think cool. this will work. Thank you. Sure thing. Okay, so I've got like seven or eight sounds. Uh, this is an <laughs> yeah. interesting one because it's, you know, it's a game I know, but <laughs> I don't know it super well myself. So it's always a little bit harder to guess what's the harder or the easier sounds. And right. It's also subjective. If it's not quite as ubiquitous, it, I'm always interested to see how well everybody else goes. But anyway, you ready? Yeah. Okay, here it goes. Oh, I know it already. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice work, Thanks. Kayla. <laughs> okay, see, I knew you'd beat me, but I, I doubt that. That is incorrect. See? That is incorrect. Wow, those are really interesting guesses. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. yeah. Well, then we get to hear what it is, or oh yeah, oh, yeah. you do. Uh, we'll, we'll so play we're gonna wait until two. everyone gets it until we reveal it. Oh, because yeah. you're gonna Cause play it for the audience to play so along. Thanks, exactly. So thanks to me, you'll get every sound. Played. Okay, exactly. Yeah, you okay. two are, are, are in it for the. Right, the we won't spoil it for the audience. Then. Okay, so here's the next sound. Wait, maybe that's not right. Well, take a guess. No, no harm in taking a guess. It doesn't hurt to guess and at all. We'll move on to the next sound. Well, I'll take my guess. But <laughs> I know it's also wrong. Wrong and <laughs> wrong. Mm. Man, okay. this is hard. Yeah. yeah, it's rough, isn't it? Yeah. Kayla, I was really impressed that you got it off of the, <laughs> that first sound. I've um, that a lot. Here Did we you go. get the second one? Oh, I got it off the first guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. So these are all the same oh, game. I didn't hear that. Yeah, let me, let me roll it back. All right, let's, let's so do that one again. Um, I'm going to see if I can bump the sound anymore. Um, all right, here we go. I know, real short. Pretty mean. It, it gets easier. Yeah, that in, one. in case it was, if it wasn't apparent before, Incorrect. this is all yeah. the same when I, when I isolated <laughs> that one, that was... The game that I thought of. Uh, <laughs> well, again, another Incorrect. wrong guess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know these are wrong guesses. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here we go. This is number four, I think. Okay. <laughs> I 
Oh, I never realized how cool that music is. Well, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll give a little hint here. I believe that is kind of alternate music. That's not the primary score there. Is that a post-jackpot song? I'm not sure. I have no idea. I've we'll played, just, I've played yeah. that game. You want game. me to go even, straight to the next one? Yeah, I don't even have a <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool, cool. No worries. Here comes the next one. Oh. I'll, I'll play that one back. I know that one. I know that one. Yes, I got that one. Ooh, all right. Let's see it. Ooh. Uh, that's the first one again, isn't it? God, this really sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, correct. Oh, and you wrote yeah, the whole thing baby. down. I wrote the whole thing down, too. <laughs> all right, Dave, it's all you. Oh, I, I, I told you we're going through every single sound. Fair enough. I always want to play them all anyway, yeah. so this is a good excuse. Okay, here we go. I thought we are going through all of them. Oh, sh- sorry. Here it comes. The... I think I might have gotten it with that one. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that's correct. It's it. Bram Stoker's mode, Dracula. Yeah. yeah, that's the video mode. Where is she in the werewolves? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was the same one, two different yeah, sounds? Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you, is that all these sounds are from the same game. Yes. So it gets easier oh, as you play more songs. I'm sorry if I didn't explain that appropriately. Yeah. But yes, it's all the same game, and it just yeah. goes from harder to easier sounds. So it's not like oh. one sound is one game, oh, the second sound's a different oh. game. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just hear the rest of the sounds I have. So those first few from the same game. Yeah. That's correct. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Like that lightning or that thunder sound okay. that Kayla got is. That's from freaky. Well. I actually thought it was the gunshots from I guessed oh. it. But. <laughs> so she didn't even have the right clue. <laughs> okay. Let's hear the next sound. Just. Oh, that one would have given it. Yeah. Up. Right. When that's you get why. Up. That was a absolute. That's the game. same. Yeah. yeah. They oh, get easier go. as you go. No, the ten billion was an easier yeah. clue than that one. Yeah, I heard, I heard Jason put up a couple billion on that. Oh, yeah, he did two, two billion against Age. Wow, that was in the tournament. Yeah, that was in yeah. league play last night. That's Can ridiculous. One more sound that would, you know, if you couldn't get it by now, then you know that's that. But here it is. <laughs> so I just See, again, go... the ten million is more obvious than that because that there's a couple of games that talk about alive. And, <laughs> not in that Transylvanian not, accent. No, but nothing else says 10 million the way that uh, I want to go on record right now to say that when the ball save animation comes on, it always reminds me of Sergey and Heather, like, embracing. Oh. <laughs> like, it kind of looks like them. <laughs> I told yeah. Heather that, and she's like, we ball always joke. animation? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's when... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I am kidding. Oh, I've had my fair share of that ball saver as well. cheeky. <laughs> I forgot robots make jokes. <laughs> All right. But Heather for- always tells me that she says it's Sergey and Sergey together. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's even better. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. It's time for plugs. Totally. Uh, a couple things uh, that we should talk about again. Uh, just one more time to, to plug in. MondayNightPinball.com. If you are even just curious about checking out the league, seeing where the standings are, who won the finals because it just wrapped up, Go to mondaynightpinball.com. If you're in West Seattle and you want to captain a team, go to mondaynightpinball.com. Um, and it's get, oh, sorry, uh, get a hold of you guys by the, ideally by the end of December, but no later than mid-January or so. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably, we'll probably be checking in with some of these places uh, relatively soon anyway, so. Excellent. Yeah. Like, we've already been in contact with some of them, so. 
Cool. But and especially if it's a new location that we're not even aware of. Right. Because they might not have six or eight machines yet. Right. But they have the space. They have an operator who can supply games. They, they should come to us and let us know. Yeah, that we, we'd like to also, cool. you know, give special thanks to, to Skillshot for, you know, providing such a cool, you know, list of all the games, of all the venues. You know, we use that pretty extensively in season one to figure out, you know, where could we host games. Oh, so, cool. Uh, you know, so it's awesome, yeah. It's a community effort for yeah, sure. absolutely. I want to start a, a team at Rod's house next season. <laughs> <laughs> people people ask that. I mean, it's strictly a public league, so, yeah. That's... <laughs> But see, uh, Seattle Pinball League is sort of more the, the, yeah. the private Right, <laughs> yeah, more private side. Um, anything else regarding Monday Night Pinball that you want to get a plug in for? Not for Monday Night Pinball, but I do have a plug. Let's hear it. So, as you know, Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show is held in June. Uh, once again, along with James Zeeds, we're going to be organized, we'll be the tournament directors, and we're looking for as much, uh, you know, growing even more and we are planning on bringing back some kind of satellite tournament series so you can win your entries win your uh your weekend pass to the show um so you know those will be starting at some point in the spring we don't have all the details yet but monday night pinball will reserve uh at monday for one of these events and uh is also will be a sponsor for the uh for northwest pinball show awesome very cool so that that will be coming soon which means a lot more pinball a lot more events in the spring and early summer keep your eyes on the pinball uh so uh uh, you guys were talking about this before we started recording and i made a quick note of it uh if you want to uh play in pinberg yeah uh, deadline by the time that you're listening to this, the deadline has passed, but uh, sometimes it doesn't no, sell not, out. Not the well, deadline. not the deadline, the, the registration. Opening. The opening. registration right, is right, right, opening right. on December 6th or something, but it does December sell 6th out. December 6th at My 11. Apologies. But you said, uh, Dave, you, you mentioned that uh, last year everybody on the wait list got in. Right. So even if you didn't get in but you got on the wait list, la- at least last year, um, they were able to accommodate everyone on the wait list. But if you're talking about Pinburg, even before Pinburg, there's the Papa that is also in Pittsburgh in mm-hmm. April. You, we typically have about 10 to, I, I think we've had maybe even 12 players from Seattle each of the last two seasons, or I guess each of the last two years. Mm-hmm. And we especially have some of the top competitors, for example, at the last Pinburg, both Kevin and, and Raymond, Raymond made yeah. the top yeah. four. We did a show Ray- with them about Raymond it. Raymond was finished second at Papa. You know, we've had a lot of top players, and but there's also B and C and D divisions mm-hmm. there, so you can also play in these other divisions. And yeah, it costs a little bit to get there, but you know, you can choose if you go on vacation, you can choose to go on vacation and play pinball, or go on vacation <laughs> and sit on the beach. A lot of people prefer a beach, but there's a lot of people who would rather these pinball vacations. Yeah. It truly <laughs> is fun. So if you're looking for other opportunities, there's two of them coming up. Uh, Papa in April, as well as Pinburg. I think it's late July. And sign up for them now. Yeah. We, so. we need to go to the ones in Vegas. Yeah. Well, what is theirs? They're going to have a, something, right? Yeah, there's a Pinmasters ma- pin <laughs> along with the National Championship right. the held in... Uh, in Vegas, the national championship takes the winner of each state. Washington state championships are being held at, at the 8-Bit on February yeah. 13th. 
And while you have to qualify for that tournament, at the same time, at the same place, we're running a four-strike tournament hmm. so that we get more players. Basically, just we turn it into a, a fun event, a fun day. So even if you didn't qualify for the state championships, you can come by, watch that while you play in your own tournament. And that is taking place February 13th. Sweet. Awesome. I got a plethora of plugs. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, so- Kamish Simons, you got anything? Anything to plug? No, I think Dave covered about all cool. of it. That's <laughs> all from the commish. Well, you know, we, I, I do have one uh, more thing. If people, there is, I, I do have an email list, Washington Pinball, that about once or twice a month, I'll send email out with some of the big events and a lot of the smaller events going on around. So uh, if you really want to stay up that. to date on this, uh, just send email to WA Pin, so Washington Pinball, WAPinball at gmail.com. And I believe that's the same email address we might have on Monday Night Pinball. I'm yeah, sure. you could use that for sure to contact Monday Night Pinball. Right. You, there's also a, a sign-up form that you can get to on the website. Um, that goes to a it goes to a spreadsheet that we check kind of in between seasons. I'm, I'm not always on top of that, but I will be reviewing that very soon to look for players who have signed up. And if you're hearing this, you know you can go and sign up. And uh, we'll definitely be looking at, at that list uh, t- through the end of the year and through January. So, uh, you know, if you want to get on a team, that's a great way as well to, to make sure you sign up. You say where you want to play, um, you know, and, and we'll try and accommodate, you know, and, and put you on a team or, or help you join one of the new teams maybe. And if you're on Facebook, there's a Monday Night Pinball Facebook event page. And just, you know, I don't know if you like the page or join the page, whatever is the yeah. button Check to in. press. Yeah, just look yeah. at it. There's, there's, also, there's also a page, a group the for, uh, there, there's a group for, if you want to sub, mm-hmm. um, you can join that group on Facebook as well. And, and so a lot of people will go on Mondays and say, hey, I'm available to sub. Or there's captains who will go on it and say, hey, I need a sub. So it's basically just a, a meeting place for, for, for subs to find places to play. Cool. Excellent. Well, I've got two brief things. Yeah, go for um, it. So by the time you hear this, this will already have happened, but um, Babes in Penland, the women's monthly tournament that I'm running, uh, this month will be hosted by Hannah Holmberg. Thank you so much again, Hannah. Attaball. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Allison Ray, friend of the show, has mm-hmm. uh, organized us, as many women that would like to participate, to show up at the Seattle Pinball Museum with the Girl Scouts Club and troop and teach them how to play pinball, which is going to be really fun. And when is so, that again? It's uh, December 10th, so this episode will already have dropped by then. Cool. Well, we'll or, definitely be talking about it at our uh, yeah, year-end episode. Yeah, Yeah. so if you're listening to this mid-December probably, and the, the episode that'll drop right before the year ends, it's probably just going to be Kayla and I uh, doing a recap of where we are and mm-hmm. what's to come for the next year. And then my second one is that um, Razor Cake number 89 is out now. There's a good review of Drop Target Zine in there that I wrote and some other cool. stuff that I wrote, so pick it up. My One Punk's Guide to Pinball is still available on RazorCake.org on issue number 85. It would make a nice stocking stuffer <laughs> if you want to get that. Um uh, and I think that's about it. Oh, also, like, we're going to be at the SPL Seattle Pinball League finals, possibly oh, yeah. commentating. We'll make sure to make a, a link to the Twitch live stream to that on our Facebook page. Yeah, and that'll that'll already have passed as well, but, uh, you know, hopefully... That's true. We did yeah. plug it in yeah. the last episode. And, and also, don't forget about the Christmas party uh, yeah, coming out. Yeah, uh, That's right. Coming up real soon. Uh, December 21st, 21st. Yes. at Shorty's. Yes. So, that, that, again, that's another Open great invite. place to... Uh, 
If you're a new player, could like come on down, meet meet a lot of people in the league. Rub some Excellent. elbows. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving and don't happy forget holidays to like, write, and... review, plug. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's do our obligatory uh, Skillshop pincast plugs. Yeah. Right. Uh, sorry. Rate. Rate and review us on iTunes or anywhere else that you can rate and review podcasts. We really appreciate it, and it helps people find us. Uh, write to us at skillshoppincast at gmail.com. We really like hearing from you guys. It's been really cool to get a lot of emails over the last few weeks in particular. Uh, yeah. We'll probably do a little bit more of a, a mailbag yeah, mail yeah. for uh, the, the end of the year. Yeah. So please write in. Even if you've written in a couple more times or we a couple you. times already, yeah, hear from let's you. hear more. Like We love it. It's <laughs> so great. If, even if you're like friends of ours that we see on the street or at Shorty's or at a ball, like, yeah, just write in. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, maybe we'll read it. You know, you never know. True. So skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Check the uh, list on at skill-shot.com. Skill-shot.com is always there for all your pinball list needs. Um, like us on Facebook, yada, yada, yada. Uh, thanks so much, Dave and Jeff, for yeah, being here. Yeah, I would here. love to have you guys on thanks your own episodes us. in the future, too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Official friends of the show. And, yeah. You know. Open door. And Absolutely. I would like to apologize to the listeners. I've been knitting the whole episode in case you hear clicks. <laughs> yeah, we had a slightly different mic setup than we're used to. So, you know, uh, roll with it. You're used to it by now. Yeah. This is episode, uh, you know. We're professionals. This is episode 16, so. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.